When I learned that religious worship would be suspended due to the coronavirus epidemic, I instantly realised that the traditional Holy Week services were never going to be an option at my local church in South Manchester. My name is Mark Dowd and for this special reflection for Things Unseen, to try and compensate for not being physically in a church, these last few days I've been dwelling on religious art and pondering on faces. The expressions of amazement among the apostles in Leonardo da Vinci's Last Supper. The haunting image in the sixth station of the cross in many churches in which Veronica of Jerusalem wipes the face of Jesus. And finally, Michelangelo's depiction of maternal angst as both Mary and the disciple John gaze up helplessly at the image of the crucified Jesus. All these faces were on my mind when I heard the incredibly sad story of 13-year-old Ismail Mohammed Abdul Wahab from Brixton. At the time of his death, he was the UK's youngest victim of the coronavirus. In his final hours, because of the disease's highly infectious nature, Ismail died in isolation from his family. Now, even Jesus was able to see and address his mother at the foot of the cross as he approached death. But many people in the nation's hospitals are being offered in their last moments, perhaps only a fleeting image on a tablet or a mobile phone of their loved ones before they say goodbye to them and to the world. I don't know about you, but if that were me, I think this would only enhance the sense of physical separation. So much at the moment is falling to nurses and doctors to squeeze hands and whisper in ears, in effect to be the stand-in for the family. And yet even these latter-day heroes and heroines of our NHS can barely show their faces as they strive to save lives. I can't be the only one who finds the daily images of those hazmat suits accompanied by masks and visors deeply unsettling. The wearers' faces are largely hidden in scenes that look like some kind of dystopian movie. Except it's not. It's regrettably very real and happening probably somewhere at this moment, not very far from you, as you are listening to this podcast. In her book, Dead Man Walking, the nun, Sister Helen Prejean, accompanies Pat, a convicted killer, as the time of his stay on death row draws to an end, and the day of his execution is named. She writes, I say to him, if you die, I want to be with you. He says, no, I don't want you to see it. I say, I can't bear the thought that you would die without seeing one loving face. I will be the face of Christ for you. Just look at me. He says, it's terrible to see. I don't want to put you through that. It could break you. It could scar you for life. I know that it will terrify me. How could it not terrify me? But I feel strength and determination. I tell him, it won't break me. God will give me the grace, I tell him. He consents. He nods his head. It is decided. I will be there with him when he dies. Pat needed a face to enflesh the face of the one who for our sake had his brief time on death row and was executed. In the Bible, there are more than 70 references to the face of God. Many of these occur in the Psalms. Do not hide your face away from me in the time of my distress, we hear in Psalm 102. 
And in the book of Ezekiel, we hear the plea, Make your face to shine upon your servant, Lord. Yet we also hear the voice of God saying in the book of Exodus, You cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. We need to dwell in the presence of God, but as God's creatures, we are not his equals. Such is his transcendent power. Even if, in their final hours, the victims of this deadly virus are deprived of the solace of the faces of friends and family, let us hope that in the grand scheme of all things, this will be but a fleeting moment, that in the fullness of time, death will cease to have a hold. In the words of St Paul, neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm Mark Dowd, and this Things Unseen Holy Week Reflection was brought to you by CTVC.